This is good music right here. Real good DJing right here. Send it to my boy AJ Scott. Shout out to AJ. He on his way to work this morning. Yeah, do, 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 do. Oh.
Okay, so this right here just reminds me of my morning rides to school when I was coming up Tom Joyner in the morning. They just had a fantastic, you know, radio show. And culmination of different events, I mean, we'll talk about it over time, how I end up feeling like I wanted to be the voice of a radio. Um... It fit me. I said that this is exactly, I mean, voices like Larry King and Dan Rather, um, those kind of voices are iconic. They're memorable. And I was always told I had a peculiar sound. I never fit in with anyone's dialect. Um, My, the way I spoke always since beginning of time, since I mean, since the beginning of my life, I have always spoke, um, had a, a, a very unique way of speaking, and it's because of just, I guess, my grandmother, uh, it's the way she, my dad's mother, Edna Hullum, she corrected me a lot when I was coming up. Uh, vocabulary was something that she took a lot of pride in and so she fixed and corrected and tweaked everything that I said if I said it wrong it was corrected before it got out of my mouth uh, almost and now I speak a little too fast I speak a little um, too uh, rushed because I'm hearing exactly what I want to hear and I want to make sure that I enunciate that's lips teeth the tip of the tongue all of the things that I say and it, it seems like I'm not from Memphis but People ask me all the time, are you not from, where are you from? You're not from Memphis. You don't sound like you're from Memphis. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I was born right here by this river in 1988. Um, and it's just, it's just, you know, unique that over my lifetime, I was able to not only um, take advantage of my voice, but my voice, my gift, it made room for me. And this is what I'm saying. When I was... Um, in high school, um, I ended up going to Overton High School, but I wasn't a creative and performing arts student that first year. Um, my my mother lived in the district, so I was able to go to Overton. But just as a normal, this is a, um, a, um, a residential student. Um, but I was I was I was adamant. I was convinced that I needed to be in that creative and performing arts program. Uh, that was smart enough to do it. So I I, I went and I test uh, tested it. And um, the the principal at the time for creative and performing arts, Miss Phyllis Raglan, I want to say uh, Phyllis Ray, uh, one of the two. Miss uh, Principal Phyllis, though, excuse me, pardon my memory, though, charges to my head, not to my heart. But she. Um, accepted me into this program and she said well what is your talent and I didn't have one I did not play an instrument I did not sing I wasn't an actor um, so I couldn't do drama I uh, wasn't in the band um, and the only thing really left was broadcasting and I looked back and I said well yeah I've been watching the news every day all my life, I could be a news anchor. I could, I know how to talk on the news. Hell, I sound like I'm, it's probably, you know, a really good fit for me. So she pushed me in the program, and I was supposed to start that fall of my 10th grade year at the um, entry level 
class, but she actually sent me to the second advanced course, which was a vocational class at the uh, telecommunication center on Union Avenue in Memphis. And the teacher whose class I was in, his name was Ike Griffith. And the first year's course that's at your home school was a prerequisite to this vocational course. And I had been accidentally assigned because of my sophomore status to the second year program so I'm there in class and I Griffith realized that I had not taken that prereq course um, and it was going was to make sure that I was he let me know that I was be going back to Overton taking that prereq course before I was able to come and participate at the uh, TCC well he then asked the class uh, to read a news brief Asked for a volunteer. No one volunteered to read out loud. However, since I was going back to Overton anyway, I was going to show I Griffith that I could read the news. And so, feeling like I was already uh, singled out anyway, I just put on my best Dan rather, my best Larry King live, and I said, "Hi, my name is Darian Garrett, and you're watching 88.5." The voice of MCS. And that right there changed my life. He said, read the, read the next one. I said, hi, my name is Darian Garrett. And you're watching Cable 19 TV, the education station. And that was it. That was enough for him. I was kept into that second year course and the rest is history. Um, I had an affinity for broadcasting, for journalism. And I think that this podcast is my way of just continuing into what um, it's just been a part of me all of my life. And that is just doing what, you know, my natural gift is, doing what God's given me um, and blessed me with so that I feel that, um, you know, I can give him the glory and that I can I can feel useful uh, in His service. It's, it's great work. It's, 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 it was it was told to me that if you find something that you're passionate about, you can uh, enjoy it and, and and you'll never feel like work. And I think this is a true fit for me. And I'm just glad to be able to find this opportunity to talk to um, whoever is listening and just share my personal journal um, with you guys. So. Um, I always want to close each episode and each segment that I do with this scripture from Psalms 118 verse 23 where it says, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes.